everyone, uh, welcome back to another episode of Modern Off-Grid DIY. Well guys, another satisfied customer, yes. Uh, today I went out to work and um, I was able to help my customer out with a major issue and uh, took care of it for him and he is super, super happy. He could not stop thanking me so much. He said, um, I don't want to give away exactly what I do, but um, yeah, he was very, very thankful. He said if it wasn't for uh, me, there'd be no way for him to, um, um, <laughs> I don't want to give away too much here, right? But uh, let's just put it this way. I, uh, I did my job and I did it very well. And, um, you know, he was very happy. In fact, I'm so happy that um, he gave me a little extra money on top of what I already charge. So just FYI for a little bit here, I am not cheap by any means. Um, you know, I'm definitely um, on the expensive side, um, but that's because I can be um, just because I'm lucky in the sense that um, what I do for a living um, is in high demand and is also a essential business. So I'm, I'm able to travel on the roads and conduct business as normal. So it doesn't really affect me, the stay-at-home order at all. Um, but, yeah, um, he, he was super... Sorry, guys, I keep getting messages. Um, but he was super ecstatic that I was able to help him out and take care of his issue. And that's the main thing, right? Uh, you know, do a good job. Do it to the best of your abilities. You know, offer high quality, whatever it is you're doing. And, um, you know, your customers will be happy. You know, and he gave me a little extra on top of what I already charge. And to be honest with you, um, I do get this quite a bit, actually. Um, I will the, the customer will normally give me more money than what I'm charging them for. You know, I'll give an example. Like today, he's, he's asking, he's like, is that all I owe you? Now, keep in mind, I'm not I'm not cheap by any means. And and we already discussed how much I was charging from the beginning before I even started work for him. Right. And so he already knew, I already knew, and I told him, yeah, yeah, no, no, it's fine. Um, that's what we agreed upon. And I, I get this a lot where, you know, if they're writing me a check or giving me cash or whatever it is, I'll look at it and it's actually usually um, way more, not just like $20, but sometimes um, $100 or a couple hundred dollars more than what I've already, you know, charged them for whatever it was I was doing to begin with. Um, so that's a nice feeling to be able to know that the customers appreciate you so much that they're willing to give you a little extra. You know, that means that I've done my job very, very well, you know, but I also conduct myself very, very professional, guys. You know, um, from what you guys see on my YouTube video compared to what I do for a living um, is two different two different things. You know, um, I'm very, very professional when it comes to certain things and I'm very particular and it's because I have to be for what it is I'm doing. So, um, you know, my customers can appreciate what what I have to go through in order to um, make sure that, you know, whatever it is I'm doing for them, um, you know, it's taken care of the correct and professional way. So, um, yeah, it was, a, it was a good day. It was a really good day. I actually started my day at the customer's house at, I believe it was, I started at like 7 o'clock in the morning. So I let... So I left my house, um, I think, uh, I want to say about seven-ish, took me almost, took me about 45 minutes or so to get to the, um, to the customer's property. Um, so yeah, get there early, you know, and he even appreciated that too. He's like, wow, well, thank you for coming so early. I really appreciate it. 
because it's hard to get people to show up early. <laughs> and that's one thing I've always been an advocate for is, you know, when I'm doing business is that I make sure that I am always early. You know, if I, if let's, here's an example, let's say that I have a job or I'm supposed to be at a job or we have a meeting or whatever it is at, let's just say it's 10 o'clock. I usually sometimes even get there two hours ahead, right? And and that's because I already know if I get there earlier because of whatever it is I'm doing, I can already start earlier, right? But that, that also shows the customer initiative, right? Because here in Hawaii, it's a really relaxed, you know, it's like, you know, you're laying by the beach. Think about it like that. A lot of the workers here um, and even a lot of companies here are very laid back, you know, um, companies here do not like working weekends at all. You know, that's like, like a, um, taboo thing working weekends, but I work it, I work weekends. I work every day, no matter what. And so, um, you know, being able to be not only way earlier than you're supposed to be right, but also get the job done. And, um, it goes a really, really long way, you know? And so the common, um, miss not miss but the common scenario i should say is that a lot of businesses here sometimes won't even, won't even get back won't even get back to customers um or even call them back and then if they, even if they get the job they'll show up late half the time you know or the customer has to keep calling that business to find out when are they coming are they arriving are they coming today you know that kind of stuff and so i take all that that stress out of that equation, right? I'm early. I'm on time. Um, to me, on time is early, right? <laughs> so yeah, if you guys are trying to be more professional at what you do to offer a higher level of service, you know, go that little extra mile. For me, it works out pretty good because that just means I get to start work way earlier and I get things moving, get things done, and I'm able to make more money, right? So that's the main thing. But yeah, um, pretty good day, guys. I, I like having good days like this because it makes me feel pretty good about, you know, what I'm doing, obviously. Um, and it's just, it just a really good positive um, feeling, not only for the customer, but for myself. You know, when I was leaving the property, he was full on waving at me like, thank you so much, you know, full on. And I was like, no problem. Call me anytime if you need me, you know. So, uh, but he was wearing his mask today, of course, because we have this whole Corona thing going on. He was wearing his mask and his gloves. Um, I actually, um, did wear my mask up until the point where I couldn't wear my mask, um, because of what I do for a living. Like there's, I can't have something around my face while I'm doing certain things. Um, cause it just gets in the way of everything else that I'm doing. So, um, but I did have the mask, um, from the, like maybe the beginning of the job and then like maybe towards the ending of the job. Um, but in the middle where I just didn't, I wasn't around nobody or anything like that. I didn't have a mask on, you know, but he was fully suited up and everything. Um, so that's good. But yeah. Um, and then today I also, we also verified that he will be hiring me for a, a way bigger job, way, way bigger. So compared to what I did today is nothing compared to the job that he's actually going to be hiring me for in like two months, I think. Uh, he said he's gonna. He's got like three weeks with the tree trimmers to trim to trim all the trees off his property, uh, and then once they're out of the way, then I can um, come in and do a bunch of work and get things moving around for him and um, just kind of get things going for him. Um, that job um, is 
I've already bid the job out. He already knows how much it's going to cost him. Um, it was about $10,000. And it'll be done in uh, maybe one, maybe two days. I'll have that job completely done. So I'll probably have it done in one day. But um, we'll see. I'll give myself an extra day. Why not, right? <laughs> uh, and he and see, that's the thing about my customers. You know, um, they don't ask like how many days it's going to take. You know, I because before they even ask, I tell them, I said, a job like this can take about a day or two days. You know, depending on the job, obviously, you know, I give them a time frame before they even ask. So they're already aware of it. But yeah, pretty exciting. About two months, I have another um, nice, decent sized job. Uh, I do have a lot more other jobs that are actually um, somewhere, somewhere around the same price and some that are a lot higher. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm very, I feel very blessed right now and very lucky, um, you know, because there's a lot of people that don't have jobs. And so, you know, I, I'm definitely taking that to heart, you know. Um, the customer did tell me today, though, he goes, you're definitely in a position where, you know, you're you're in high, you're in high demand and it seems like you're always in high demand. I said, that is that is very true. And he goes, what you do is something that, you know, not a whole lot of people even know how to do. Uh, he goes, in fact, I don't even think there's another person on the island that does what you do. I said, there isn't. He goes, well, that's why you're here. <laughs> I said, right. <laughs> so, you know, picking your business, try to find if you guys are ever going to start a business, pick a niche or a business that, you know, um, is not saturated. Right. That's kind of the key to a lot of businesses to making a lot of money is making sure you're not in a business that's saturated, you know, you, you have to really sit down and start weeding through things and start thinking about it and start breaking things down. And then you'll realize there are certain things that are not highly saturated, right? Um, I'll give you an example of a highly saturated business here in Hawaii. I can give you many, but I'll give you just one. Um, landscapers. Landscapers are all over the place, right? We have, it's Hawaii. We have high-end properties, high-end homes, Lots of lawns to take care of and stuff. There is a ton of landscapers. The last business you want to start is a landscaping business here. Right? Can you make some money doing it? Sure. But but you're competing with everybody else. Right? Your, your prices are going to get diluted because everybody else is in the same business. So it's harder for you to tell a customer that you charge X amount when the customer knows that can, they, just, they can easily just hire somebody else for cheaper. Right. Um, it's just that's just business, you know. So finding a niche that is not saturated, that demands a, a specialty service, especially like in my case, um, can really help you out in the long run. So if you guys are sitting around, you got laid off or whatever, or you lost your job, sit down, start thinking about these things because it can really, really benefit you for the long run, you know. Because regardless, with or without the corona thing, my job has not changed, right? My, the, my demand essentially only gets better in times of distress. So like when we have um, recessions or when stuff like this happens, um, business just starts to kind of like cascade. It gets even more and more and more. So it's kind of ironic how that usually happens because sometimes – like my business model and everything is the exact same through throughout the process here, right? And sometimes I think, you know, I was thinking, oh, maybe the coronavirus might slow down my business because I start thinking about these things ahead of time, right, before it starts hitting. So before the coronavirus was even here in the islands and it was already happening, I was started thinking to myself as a business person, oh, this might, let's see if it's going to slow down my business. It's not going to stop my business by any means, 
But let's just see if it's going to taper off and slow slow down a little bit. And it's it always proves me wrong. It's always the op- opposite. So I'm pretty happy about that and blessed. <coughs> but yeah, think think about things, guys. Um, I, I really hope some of these podcasts and stuff uh, and the information I'm providing does get through to at least a few of you. Um, that you know may be hard up right now, and you know you need to put money on the table for your family. Um, there's many things to do. You know there there is. You just have to really think outside the box. I mean, honestly, I could start a business tomorrow, and I know it would do pretty good because I'm pretty good at finding out and doing my my due diligence on what is in need, you know, and what will be in demand. So there is a business I could start tomorrow. I already I've already looked into it and everything, um, but I'm not going to do that because I'm already doing just fine where I'm at. But my point is that if I can find another business and I've already got a couple, you can easily sit down and come up with a game plan, um, you know, to, to work for you, you know, and I'm not saying by any means a landscaper is not a good job. Landscaping is good. Landscaping is good money, you know, but you have to be very careful about getting into certain niches that might be overcrowded, right? Can you make a living with landscaping? Absolutely. Absolutely, you can. There's no doubt about that. Absolutely, you can. But can you maybe make more money doing something else? Sure. Absolutely, you can. Right? So it just comes down to preference. You know? Maybe in your area, um, you know, here's an example. Maybe in your area, landscaping costs are really, really high to begin with. So then that's not a bad deal getting into landscaping. But, um... Sorry, guys. This is how busy I stay. I have messages coming in, phone calls coming in. This is how busy I stay, guys. And it is already about 7 p.m. in the afternoon here on um, Thursday. And I continuously get phone calls coming in, guys. You know, it's even hard for me to sometimes just step away from my business because so many phone calls. In fact, right before I started the podcast, I just got off the phone with another customer on the other side of the island. So, you know... Whatever I'm doing, obviously I'm doing I'm doing it well, right? And that's my point to you. It doesn't matter which direction you want to go, just do your job well and your customer will see the value and what you're doing. And that's all that matters in the end. Doesn't matter if you're a landscaper or whatever. There's no problem with that. I, I have personal friends that that are business owners that own landscaping companies. Okay, so and they have maybe, you know, depending on which 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 owner or which friend has, you know, how many people working for him. He might be working by himself, and then I have another friend that's got, like, three guys working for him. I've got another friend that's got, like, six guys working for him, you know? So it's each his own for sure. Um, but I do have quite a few friends that are in the landscaping business. It's kind of ironic. But, um, yeah, you know, there is money to be made, obviously. Just have to think outside the box and, you know, Like, really sit down and just start weeding through things. Like, start making a list of all these things that you'd love to do or you think you might be able to make money doing, you know. Always look for the things that are going to be in demand and will always be in demand. And and even better than that is finding something that is very specialized. That is, if you can find something that is very specialized and you can get into it and you can do it, you will make a ton of money. Why? Because it's always going to be in demand and it is a very specialized service or job or whatever it is, you know, you're, you're providing, right? And obviously making sure that that niche is not overcrowded because then you can demand more money, 
you know, I'll, I'll kind of give you guys an example for like the work I did today. I can charge whatever I want. There is nobody else competing with me. No one, no one. Okay. And there will be no one for a very long time. And it's just because I've been doing this for so long already. Right. And when it comes to like, at least for our, our island here, I am number one, right. For the Pacific business, for, for what I offer and what I do, you know what I mean? So when it comes to pricing, like I always have like friends and family sometimes asking me like, how do you know how much to charge? Well, it's pretty easy. I can charge whatever I want within reason. And when I say within reason, it's basically me being able to read the amount of money at some point where it is overboard and where it is kind of a sweet spot, right? So yeah, um, I'm able to, I'm very lucky that I can charge whatever it is I want. And if you want the service, which you will need my service at some point, um, then you, you have no choice. You know what I mean? But that's why I always provide, I come early. I'm making sure that they get the value and the professionalism as, as, as high as possible because I am charging quite a bit of money to do what it is what I do, right? So my job is to make sure I take all those extra steps and take all the questions out for them and give them exactly what they want so that way I make my money, move on to the next job, move on to the next job. You know, just good business. So... Uh, and then a quick update on the heavy-duty truck that I purchased that's being shipped in. Um, it is still on the ocean, on the barge, being shipped over, obviously. Um, come the 5th, um, it will be nine days that it has been on the ocean. Um, so anywhere between the 9th and the 14th, somewhere in there, maybe on the 14th, um, I should receive my new heavy-duty truck. So I'm very, very excited I have a ton of work that I've put aside um, to utilize the heavy-duty truck for exactly the reason I bought it. Um, as of right now, I have, a, like, honestly, guys, a ton of work that is basically on hold until I'm ready to pull the trigger and, and jump on these jobs. So I'm on hold for the bigger jobs until my truck comes in. That way I can utilize it for exactly why I bought it, you know? Uh, and then one more thing, too, on the... Um, open recalls. So I had a podcast that went over some of the details as far as, um, you know, the dealership sold me a truck with, sold me a truck that had open recalls. So I actually went and verified them. Um, I took my VIN number and I went through the, um, I'm not going to say how I found out, but just put it like this. You can take your VIN number and you can kind of go through a certain process to actually find out if you're very, if your Pacific vehicle with that Pacific VIN has been addressed as far as recalls. And I do have some good news and I do have one bad news. So there was, I think like three, three or four open recalls for the truck. But with my Pacific VIN, there's only one. Okay, and that one is not a safety recall. It's actually a very simple thing. I take it to the dealership. They plug a, um, what do you call it, um, program. It's something to. Re it's about reprogramming the fuel efficiency, so I get more fuel efficiency with my vehicle. It's very something very simple. You just take it in. They plug it in, plug the computer in, and they said that usually it's on less than an hour. You're in and out of the dealership, and that's pretty much it, right? So um, as far as that's concerned. I'm very, very happy that I don't have any um, safety issues with the vehicle and no no major um, recalls. 
The only recall that there is is a um, very minor one, which is a very easy fix. So I'm very, very happy and ecstatic, right? Because I don't want to have issues with a brand new truck. So I'm very happy about that. And then as far as the dealership that facilitated my facilitated my whole purchase of this brand new truck uh, in the mainland, um, we're pretty much done at this point because after I verified my VIN, right, you have to go very specific, go to the VIN. When I went to the VIN to double check everything, um, it looks like Ram took care of it before they sent it over to the dealership where the dealership was putting the accessories on for me, right? So that was taken care of then. Um, the only thing that was not taken care of because technically it's not a safety recall at all. It is just a reprogram of fuel economy. And I think it's like shift points on the transmission to give you better um, fuel economy. Um, that's like nothing, right? It's minor. So yeah, just a quick update on everything, guys. I hope your guys' day is doing well. I hope you guys had a productive day. You know, the sun is pretty much setting over here right now in the background. I'm looking out the window here. The clouds are rolling in. You know, it's about to get dark. It's time to get down and do some paperwork. And I'm excited about falling asleep and waking up because tomorrow is another awesome day, guys. And I hope you guys have an awesome day to tomorrow too. See you guys on the next one.